0: This is Daily Hebrew Declarations with Daniel Jedediah Cook, and I'm reading the declaration for today, May the 19th, 2020. The three Hebrew letters we're honoring today are He, Kuf, and Resh. Along with those three living letters, we're also honoring the spirit of the Lord, the spirit of counsel, and as always, we wanna honor Yahweh and Yeshua in everything that we do. The declaration today reads this, divine respiration, Breath that empowers the voice that gives life to formed words. Ooh, I love that. Giving place to coof, she is ready to speak as we honor time by the pattern she describes. As we lead others to see around corners to see their original intent. I love this declaration today. I like the way that Michelle said this in the beginning here where the divine respiration. Now, breath and respiration, believe it or not, are two different things. Breathing is an action that our lungs take as we breathe in and out, and we inhale and we exhale. Respiration is actually a place where there's an exchange. So part of our breath can be seen, and there's external respiration, and that's the exchange of the breath in and out of the lungs. But then there's an internal respiration that also occurs, and that's the as the cells breathe in the oxygen that our bloodstream is taking to them, and they, the cells exhale the uh, carbon dioxide back into the bloodstream to allow it to come back to our lungs, where it is then exhaled into the air again. You see, it really is a perfect picture. Many people don't know about those two respirations that actually go on inside the body. But to me, that's a perfect picture of the arcing of Yahweh's word that says, My word goes forth into all the earth and it will not return back to me void. Because as we inhale his breath, as we take in his word, that word is taken through our body to the place of ourselves, where then that word is spoken into ourselves. You see where I'm going with this? Then our cells have no choice but to conform to the word of Almighty Yahweh, because of not only the, the power of those words, but the intent of our heart. As those words take place and they begin to form the words, you see, I believe that there's this place of really, where our DNA has been, we've been a little bit confused about our DNA, in my opinion. I believe our DNA has always been the DNA of Almighty Yahweh. He made us after his likeness and after his image, and our DNA has always been that way. However, science has begun to prove something that's a little bit different, that, that really adds to this, and this is where I believe our responsibility in the midst of all of this is. There's a part of our DNA that's known as, uh, some some call them telomeres, and uh, uh, another term that can be seen in the more scientific term is epigenetics. Epigenetics or epigenetic tags are these tags that are a part of the DNA that really are like interpreters, if you will. They represent the place of Holy Ghost to me, because these things interpret the words that are being spoken, and then tell the DNA what to do. You get where I'm going with this. You see, another analogy that I like to give, <clears throat> excuse me, another analogy that I like to give in this sense is like uh, my, my phone, my iPhone. And the software on my iPhone is very similar to the epigenetic tags, okay? These, the software tells the hardware what to do, the phone part, the, the camera, and all the things that my phone can do because of the hardware that it has on there, has to be told what to do by the software. Do you get where I'm going with this? You see, in this place, I believe that we have the place where, as this internal respiration takes place, that the word of Yahweh is able to go into our cells and our cells hear the word of Yahweh. They respond and they resonate with the frequency of Almighty Yahweh and return back to the place. You see, our words can also restructure our DNA. Think about it. Those epigenetics are listening to instruction, just like I can upgrade my software on my iPhone. The same is true when it comes to my words that I speak. Yahweh's word goes forth into all the earth. That includes the earth of my own body, and it will not return back to him void. It will accomplish what it's set to, but we have a responsibility in that with the words that we speak and the intent of our heart. You know, I'm reminded of David when he cried out that, um, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Why was he saying that? Because he realized the place of how the words of his own mind, of his own heart, and the meditations of his heart were affecting the fullness of who he is. Really it's funny cuz the place I wanted to go to the most today was about koof. I love what Michelle says here. Giving place to koof. She is ready to speak as we honor time by the pattern she describes. Now I know you're you might be wondering well you've you've assigned a gender to koof. Well, yes. Yeah. There are some of these letters that have a very strong uh, feminine and some of the letters that have a very strong masculine and some that have both. You get in this place of 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 the way that they describe themselves. And Kuf really has one of these, one of the, of the place where it's, it's really both. But yet at the same time, Kuf, I believe, is seen more as a she than it is a he. And what I mean by that is that Kuf is a place of being separated unto holiness. You see, it's made up of two living letters. You've got the Vav and the uh, Kaf. Okay. Now that's one of the ways that you can look at it. And that was the way Yahweh first described it to me. The vav would be the post part of the P, if you will, because if you look at kuf, it looks similar to a P. And then the upper part would be the cough. So you've got a man standing before a mirror, mirror or a woman standing before a mirror and becoming what they behold. You see, one of the literal meanings of kuf means copy. Like, if you will, a, a, a copier machine type of thing. Or monkey consciousness, which is even funnier because it's basically this pace of, of monkey see, monkey do. You know, you can teach a monkey to do anything, but does it have an understanding? You see, that's the negative perspective of Kuf. But Kuf has a hidden mystery. I have found in the living letters when I have dug into them and seen a greater negative perspective to them, that was only because there was such a hidden beauty on the other side of them, that Yahweh had hidden a treasure inside of those living letters and hidden them behind what appeared to be a negative. And Kuf is like that. See, Kuf talks about time, because one of the ways that you can look at Koof from the paleo version of the Kuf itself really has to do with the sun on the horizon. So many people ask, well, what does that mean? Does that mean sunrise, sunset? What do you mean by the sun on the horizon? And the answer to that question is yes. How do you look at it? How do you choose to look at it? Do you see it as a sunrise? Do you see it as a sunset? Because it, it applies in both cases, it is, if you will, the sun on the horizon. And if we could go fast enough, if we could move fast enough, we could live in a perpetual state of the sun being on the horizon, right? If you think about it, if we traveled around the earth and could go the speed that the, mo- the sun is moving, then we could indeed uh, actually keep up with and and keep the sun on the horizon by matching that speed. So what does all that mean? Well, really, it's the place of Olam. See, Kuf refers back to the place of Olam. And Olam not only means worlds, but it also means... I don't want to say eternity, but everlasting is a better way of of putting that. But there's also another hidden part to Olam because it, it can be seen as beyond the vanishing point. You see, Kuf represents the place of time and the place where we can stand in the the moment of now in everything that we do. In other words, the past, the present, and the future are all part of one thing, and that is the moment of now. Now, it's funny that uh, Einstein actually proved that mathematically, that you can, depending upon your perception, time can be both past, present, and future all at the same time. Koof goes in behind and proves that place. And in this pattern that she describes, in this pattern of now, now we begin to realize the fullness of the depth of when Yahweh says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's not something that we're having to wait for in the future or something that we have to draw from the past, although we can do both in this place. It's the standing in the moment of now to see original intent.